Hello. Welcome back to Own Your Life. We're your hosts, Lexi and Sarah. And we're back today with our first real episode. Thank you everyone for being here. Sarah, how are you today? Hi, I'm good. I'm really excited about our first episode. For those of you that don't know, I'm currently a senior in college, so I'm on winter break. So I've just been spending the last few weeks getting in some much needed relaxing, hanging out with friends. So I'm kind of in this weird transition point right now, but I'm doing really good. How are you? Good. No, I feel like you've been sleeping so much. Like you text me every morning at like 9.30 a.m. and you're like, I just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> so jealous. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's been nice. But also I got I was kind of like, OK, at some point I'll probably catch up on sleep and start waking up at a normal time because I'm not going to bed, especially late. And I have just continued to sleep. So I guess I'll, I will continue to sleep. But I don't no. know. <laughs> yeah, you're like the sleep queen. but yeah I'm good I feel like since the new year I've been so busy like I've just been go 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 but today I have a day off I'm back in Bend for those of you who don't know I kind of split my time between Bend and Corvallis but I'm in back in Bend for a few weeks and I had a day off today and today's been so good I got up walked to a coffee shop like did some work on my computer went to yoga went and did like a little cycle like it's just been a good day so oh my god that sounds like a great doesn't literally sounds like my ideal day yeah (laughs) no it's been it's been good so i'm in a good mood right now that's awesome yeah (laughs) Yeah. i'm i'm also in a good mood i feel like for me i didn't do all that but i woke up and i went to the gym and then i made lunch and things could be worse for sure we love that Wait, wait so when does school restart for you for me, it'll start. I have I have the rest of this week, and then I guess by the time this podcast comes out, I'll have a week left. And then for me, school doesn't actually start because I won't be taking any classes this semester. I'll just be oh, I play college okay. tennis, so tennis practices will start on January fifteenth, which I'm really I'm starting to get really excited for tennis season and everything. So that will kind of be the main thing in my life for the next few months after that. Nice. So, okay, so you're not taking any classes. I thought you were taking one class. I'm taking one one credit class that's pass or no pass. So, oh, okay. <laughs> basically no class. Yeah, I will have to show up for like 45 minutes a week, I guess. That sounds like a dream. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm super I'm like, "Oh, I'm so sad for my break to end," but then I realized that I actually just don't have to do school again until August. Yeah, the break just continues. The break will continue. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Should we get into it? Let's get into it. With it being the start of the new year, Lexi and I thought it'd be fitting to do an episode on vision boards. And so we'll talk about what they are. We'll talk about why you should make one. We'll talk about how to make one. All that. And we'll also talk about how Sarah and I are doing ours this year. But to be honest, I'm not done yet, but I'm working on it. So I'm excited. So yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay. So as far as what vision boards are, I think we've all seen the hype around vision boards on Instagram and TikTok. I know I've noticed it, especially a lot this year. Do you feel like that too? Yeah, I agree. I, like I've said earlier, I've been making them for a few years now. And this is the first year that I've seen them circulating on social media. Like people are getting on with the hype for sure. Yeah. Like I've 
I've definitely known about the idea for a few years and I've always thought to myself, I want to do that. But then this year, it seems like everyone is actually doing it. And like, I've seen a couple of my friends post on their stories, their vision boards. And I'm just like, all right, I need to hop on this wagon right now. (laughs) Okay, so you've been doing it for a few years. So like, when did you start doing it? And how did you find out about them? Yeah, so I've, I've been doing it for a few years. I started doing it because one of my really good friends, if you go to her house, or if you go to her room, especially, it is just covered in vision boards. So obviously, I'd be like, what is this? What's going on here? It's like in high school. And so she told me, like, these are my vision boards and my family makes one every year. And at some point in the last few years, she invited me to, like, make one with her family. And so we made one and it was a lot of fun. I loved it. I came home with a really cool vision board. And every single year after that, it kind of just became a New Year's tradition. It's been a little bit different every year, but it's definitely something I look forward to with the new year. I love that. So yeah, so basically, what would you say in past years? What did you put on your vision board? That's a good question. I look at, it's really cool because I can look at all of my past vision boards and I know exactly what year they were. One of my vision boards, right after, kind of right in the middle of COVID, there's a girl running on the treadmill with a mask. And I'm like, that was during COVID. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then I have other vision boards that just, you they have things that I can tell only correspond to like that year of my life, which is really cool. So yeah. So basically, a vision board is a visual representation of your intentions, your goals, your priorities. Basically, like, what do you want your ideal life to look like for the next year? And that, I think, has been always the most exciting part to me because I just get to sit there for however long it takes and really just think about what do I want my life to look like this year and what are the types of pictures or quotes that I want to bring? Like, what is the energy I want to bring into the next year? Mm-hmm. And totally. And like, I like how you're, you're saying for this year, because I do think most people, when they think about a vision board, it's like for the year 2024, like, what do I want to manifest? But like, I also just want to point out this could be for the year or it could be for three months or two years. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be a certain set period of time, but it could just be like things that you want to pull into your life. And we'll get into this in a little bit, but I know for myself, some of the things I put on there I know that I may not necessarily achieve those within one year, but there's still big goals that I'm reaching for and that I want to pull in. So I think that's a good thing to remember. And it's never too late to start because we didn't, Sarah and I didn't start until this week and it's already 2024. So if you haven't started yet, it's not too late. Yeah, 100%. One thing I was actually thinking about today is that you can really make a vision board quote unquote whenever you want to it's really Mm -hmm. just if you want to put six pictures together and put it as your lock screen for the next couple months that's totally fine it doesn't have to be a big board we'll kind of talk about how it takes a little bit of time but it also doesn't have to take a lot of time like you can literally just go on pinterest and be like i want this to kind of be my vibe for the next few weeks or what you said i like that it can also be big long-term goals on there too like this is what i'm chasing right now exactly and Oh, I was going to say something else and I forgot. Oh, well, Um, (laughs) it'll come back to me at some point. But Sarah, since you've made these in the past, do you feel like you actually saw results from your vision boards? Looking back at your boards, can you see things and be like, yeah, I accomplished that or I actually like manifested that? Yeah, that's a good question. In terms of seeing results from my vision boards, I'd probably say no. 
I'm a big proponent of there has to be action. It's really cool to think about all these things you want to do or say, I want to be that type of person, but you actually have to do those things. Like you could totally in on January 1st, 2024, say this is the type of person I want to be, have all these new year's resolutions and then not follow through on any of them. But that being said, looking back, it is really exciting to look at my vision board and say, oh my God, that kind of does exemplify the person that I am or the person I am becoming or like that really does kind of show like this is what I spent this year focused on or that these were my biggest priorities of this year. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just really important that when you make these vision boards, yes, it's exciting and inspiring and it can definitely lead to good energy in the direction where you want to put that energy. But I think it's really important to remember that you need to actually somehow take some action on these goals that you have or this life that you want. Yeah. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. But I also feel like what I kind of heard from you is like, you did accomplish some of the things, but it's not necessarily because of the board, but because you put the work in to do it. But maybe like the board was there to kind of remind you of what those things that you wanted were. So for sure. The board is always a good reminder, especially like We'll talk about this later, but when you have it in a spot where you see it every day, the board is such a good reminder of that's what I want. And it keeps you really Mm -hmm. kind of focused and grounded in that versus letting, I don't know, there's always ways you can let distractions get to you or spiral a little bit. And if you have this idea of like, this is the type of person I want to be, even if maybe things aren't going great, you're like, okay, at the very least, I can exemplify this person. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I, I also just think that and I haven't done this before, but I think that visual representations are really powerful as opposed to like writing things down. I mean, and writing things down is powerful too, but like when you look at something every day, it's constantly in your mind and you have like the image in your mind as opposed to just some fantasy vision in your head. I just think that having these things up on the wall that you really want to manifest and bring into your life is so powerful. I I 100% agree. There's so many reasons why you should make a vision board, but I think the biggest things are it's inspiring and it's motivating, especially when you're in the Mm -hmm. act of looking through pictures. You have to make those choices of, is this a picture I want to include or is this something I don't want to include? And then even after, let's say, you've gone through all the pictures and you've cut them all out or if you've found all the pictures on Pinterest and you've saved them all, you still kind of have to make that choice of, is this something I want to keep versus the other pictures? Because you're going to have to kind of pick and choose. And that is really cool because I think it allows you to get really clear about what are your priorities right now and what do you value the most? Because you do have to make those really small decisions in the moment. And obviously it doesn't really matter in that tiny moment, whether you put the picture of the water bottle or the girl running on the vision board, but it kind of does show you like subconsciously, what are you actually prioritizing and what means the most to you in this moment? I 100% agree because, and we'll get into this too, but I've been, Sarah and I started working on these boards this week and I was just like, my, my mindset was anything that kind of stands out to me, I'm just going to save it and then I'll go back and like look through later. And I was going back this morning and looking through and I kind of was like, eh, you know, like I like that, but it doesn't really fully exemplify what I want and what my intentions are. So then I just ended up like throwing a bunch of them out. So I think you're, you're super right that it helps you get really clear about your intentions. Yeah. And it's just a fun thing to do with friends. 
100 that was literally yeah. that was my next point is that there's a lot of like we've talked about these reasons why you should make a vision board it's truly just a really fun activity again whether it's january 1st whether it's february it doesn't even matter what time it is to just sit down with friends get cozy and it's one of those things that's pretty relaxing like you don't have to put a ton of like m- mental energy or physical energy into it but it also you can kind of look back at it and be proud of it in a couple of days so that is a good reason why vision boards are great yes so there's so many reasons you should make one but let's talk about how to make one so yeah. sarah and i knew we wanted to do this like a few weeks ago and we started brainstorming ways we could do it because sarah in the past you mentioned you guys would like I think you said this. You guys would cut out magazines and glue them onto the poster board, right? Yeah. So my friend's mom would literally the whole year just collect any and every magazine. And it took, it was a lot of magazines. There was just piles and piles of magazines for these vision boards. And so it was definitely super time consuming to go through. You would kind of pick magazines that might be kind of up your alley. Like I would pick a working out magazine or like a magazine with Taylor Swift on the front cover and be like, okay, this probably has something I like in it. And then you go through and any picture quote or whatever that you found, then you take the time to like cut around it, cut it out. And mm-hmm. then what we would do is we'd, we had a big poster board. We glue it onto the poster board and then we put Mod Podge, that glossy stuff over the top. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so it ended up looking super cool because there's no one way to do this. There's no one way. Like every single board came out so unique with how people chose to even just arrange their pictures and the pictures they put on it. But it definitely is super time consuming and it requires a lot of magazines. Yeah, because when we were talking about doing this, I was you had mentioned like, oh, I can get us some poster boards. And I was just thinking like, where am I going to get all the magazines and like, if I only had like three magazines, you know, that really limits what my vision can be for the year. So, right. And I even thought about, I'm like, well, maybe we could go buy some magazines and you go to the store. I didn't realize that magazines are so expensive. It's like $25 for one magazine. Wait, no. Like at the store, like at Winco. You're joking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They used to be like $4. No. Well, I don't know the ones I was, maybe I was looking at the wrong ones. But they were all like, they ranged 15 to $25 each. And I was like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> That's insane. Okay, yeah. aside, when you were a kid or like a preteen, did you get those teeny and bopper magazines? Like bop and stuff? I remember, okay, I was only subscribed ever to one magazine and it was my grandma for Christmas got me an American Girl doll magazine subscription. <laughs> <laughs> and that was iconic. That was great. I loved it. And then I guess after a year, it must have ended, and I was kind of sad, but that was Magazines were, like, such a vibe in the early 2000s. I know. I feel like they've really fallen off. They truly <laughs> have. And even, like, I'm like, that could be cool to kind of just flip through a magazine, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so if you're listening, maybe maybe the va- magazines are a vibe, if you're willing to shell out $100. If, right. If you're If you have a lot of money, or if for some reason, like maybe your mom just collects a lot of magazines or maybe you get a lot of magazines, but you haven't collected them in the past. Maybe just tell people, you know, can you keep a hold of these for me? Mm-hmm. Um, because the magazines, it is, it adds a whole nother element of cutting everything out and there's just paper all over the place and scraps and scissors. And that is, it is really fun. It's just a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like the main reason why I didn't want to do the magazine was just because I felt like it was limiting. So anyways, we'll get into like different ideas, but we 
I mean, there are a bunch of ways you can make these. So you can like Google pictures, exactly what you want, copy and paste them, put them on a Word document, and you can have your board completely electronically. So you can use it as a laptop background or your phone screen background, or you can make it electronically and then get it printed out at Shutterfly or something and get it printed on like nice glossy paper. And you can like frame it and put it on the wall. Yeah, I think this is what Lexi and I ended up settling on was, okay, let's find the pictures we want online. We use Pinterest, but you can use anything. We found the pictures that we want, and then it's kind of about narrowing it down. The only thing I'll say is this is great. And then the one other idea that we contemplated was finding all the pictures online. And instead of making an electronic board or like making it electronically and then printing it out, actually finding all these pictures, printing all these pictures out and then cutting them out. So that way that could be kind of a mix between the two. Like you could find the pictures that you want and you could, you know, Mm -hmm. take the time to cut them out and put them on a board. The only thing with this is I was like talking to my dad and I was like, can we do this? He's like, that's a lot of printer ink. So, (laughs) oh yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, that's right. That is one thing that might hold you back, but if you have a really good printer, if you have a lot of ink, or maybe if you want to do it in just black and white, that's an idea, too. If you can print everything out, cut it out, and then, I don't know, you can somehow... The Mod Podge thing might work with paper. I'm not really sure, but that's an idea, too. Oh, life hack, if you do want to do that printer option, if you have an HP printer, you should sign up for HP Instant Ink because... You pay, okay, this is what I do. I pay $3.99 a month and it allows me 50 pages of printing and it doesn't matter how much ink I use. And when you're, yeah, and when your ink starts to run out, they mail you new ink. And I think the way they make their money is because people don't actually print their 50 sheets. But like, if you really wanted to do this and like do a lot of printing, that's the way. <laughs> wow. I've never heard of that. That's honestly such a great idea of HP though. Yeah. Oh, and then the one other one that I saw on Instagram that I thought was super cute was that somebody made their vision board into like a little booklet. And then each page was like a different category. So one was like diet, one was like workouts, whatever, you know? And I really liked that idea. I thought it was really cute. But the only problem is then you can't display it and like see everything all at once. Yeah, I saw that idea too. I thought it was pretty cute. And I, as you start doing this, you'll quickly realize there's very distinct categories that you're kind of grouping your, maybe not consciously at first, but you start to realize, oh, I have a lot of running pictures. Oh, I have a lot of tennis pictures. Oh, I have a lot of reading. I have a lot of studying, whatever it is. And it is really cool how you can kind of see these different aspects that really shows you what are the big ideas in your life that you want to mm-hmm. prioritize the booklet idea i like that idea of kind of grouping them all together but maybe if it was a bunch of small sheets of paper or a bunch of a bunch of small square sized pieces of paper and then you put those together in some weird cool little layout on your wall i think that could be a really cool idea yeah no, I totally agree. But just having it in the booklet feels like a little bit closed off. But it is also, you just gave me another idea. You could always put your your pages up on the wall for the year. And then at the end of the year, just turn it into a booklet. And then you can like oh keep God. it forever. Wait, I um, actually love that. We might have to try something like that next year. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. Okay, should we get into how we made ours and what our tips are? 
yeah, we can kind of just talk about how we made ours this year. And like we said, like this could look so different for everyone. There's so many different ways you can do this, but I think it does help to have kind of a path of, okay, this is kind of a general idea of what to do. And we definitely, I think after doing it, have a few tips of, oh, like this worked really well or this didn't work very well. So Mm -hmm. we can kind of just start talking about how we made ours. For sure. Okay. So my first tip is make sure you set aside plenty of time to do this (laughs) because (laughs) we underestimated how long this would take. We set aside like three hours and that was just not enough. Um, I thought this would go a lot faster because in the past I have cut all the pictures out and glued them all on and picked which pictures. That definitely takes a lot of time. That took like days and days of just kind of in the evening doing it. But I thought this would go faster because we are kind of just picking out pictures on Pinterest. But it is super easy to get carried away or like maybe you see one picture and you're like, oh, I want to see like more pictures like this. And then you kind of forget about the first thing you're looking at. You like circle back to that. I think my biggest tip with setting aside time for this is it's great to have a couple big chunks of time, but this is also something that's so easy to just when you have a spare 45 minutes, an hour in the evening, or even like 15 minutes in the evening, like I would catch myself just looking through it, adding a few pictures, and then carrying on with whatever else I was doing. So it can be chunked into big chunks or small chunks. Yeah, I think it depends on just what works for you. For me, it helps to be like, all right, I'm going to take these like three hours. I'm going to really focus in. But for some people, maybe like 15 minutes a day. So whatever works for you, just set aside the time. Yeah, 100%. My biggest tip with this is when you do set aside the time or like we talked about earlier, this is a really fun activity to do with friends. You can make it really cozy and cute and fun. What Lexi and I did is we lit a candle and we played some Taylor Swift and you could definitely make snacks or a little charcuterie board and just make it a whole like little night. I think that just kind of dressing it up like that is a good way to make it fun and exciting. And doing it with friends is also great because with me and Lexi, at least, like we were able to bounce ideas off each other and be like, oh, look at this. Like, I think this is a really cool picture. Mm-hmm. And then Lexi would be like, I chose the exact same picture. <laughs> so I think you can just you can kind of romanticize it a little bit. Yes, I completely agree. Our next tip is make a list of categories that you kind of want to focus on. So for myself, I kind of made the list after I started (laughs) once I realized that I should have done this in the beginning, but my main categories were generally fitness. So that include included weightlifting, running, things like that. Yoga and stretching was a big category that I had because one of my goals this year is just to like get more flexible and stretch more and just feel better in general. Another one I had was hiking. Another big one is food. Another one is content creation. For example, this podcast is a big thing that I kind of want to bring in this year. I also included home inspiration. And this is kind of what I was talking about earlier, where you might know that you might not have the home of your dreams by the end of this year, (laughs) you know, but it doesn't hurt to put it on there and just bring those vibes in. And you can get super specific. If there's a specific car that you want, Sarah, I know you want to I put that on mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like put that specific car on your vision board so that you're looking at it every day and you're just bringing that energy in. And then my last two categories were travel and then affirmations, which were just like quotes and words that inspired me. 
I like that. I thought it was interesting that you said that you wish you had made all the categories to begin with, because I actually thought the fun of it was scrolling through pictures. Like you can start with something super broad, like fitness and just looking up fitness aesthetic on Pinterest. And you kind of like start to look through Pinterest and you're like, Oh, maybe like it shows you yogurt bowl or something that goes along with fitness. And then you kind of start scrolling down the food side of it. And then maybe you see some like water, you go down like hydration, then you go down sleep. And I actually thought it was really fun to just blindly start and just kind of see where I ended up. And if I thought of things in my head, like, oh, this is a really big thing, like tennis coaching, like I will look up pictures of like kids playing tennis or whatever. And so there's definitely ideas I had in my head of what I wanted to put on the board when I started. But I also thought it was kind of cool to just see what stood out to me and what I thought was inspiring. I okay, I actually totally agree with that. I thought that was cool too. <laughs> I guess I guess it might help let's say you're thinking about it right now and things are coming to your mind. I think it would help to like go on your notes app on your phone and just jot it down so that you don't forget when you're actually like putting it together. Yes. I a hundred percent agree with that. Even if you are in the middle of putting it together and something pops in your mind, you're like, Oh, I'm working on this right now. Still just write it down because there's a few times where I was like, Oh, there's something I like wanted to look up and I didn't. So yeah, it helps to have a, a general idea of what categories you want to include. But if something pops out to you, definitely just save it. And that's where it was really nice that Lexi and I didn't put a lot of pressure on the f- initial pictures we were selecting. We just, we were like, whatever stands out to us, we're going to select. Because then later, we'll talk about this, you can like go through and organize them all. Yeah. So what were your main categories that you gravitated to? Honestly, pretty similar to you. I split mine up into, I had gym and then I had gym girl which was a lot of cute gym outfits a lot of lululemon outfits i was like oh, okay, okay. <laughs> kind of like cute. gym girl inspiration <laughs> i had running i had instead of hiking i just put outside because i found a lot of nature pictures and i was like i just want to i don't need to plan a ton of crazy hikes this year i just want to spend time outside mm-hmm. um i had tennis playing tennis obviously and then tennis coaching because that those are two really big parts of my life food and coffee i kind of grouped into one I had a a small part of it was just friends, like found some cute pictures of friends going on a hike or friends running or whatever. And I was like, I, that was definitely something I want to make sure that I have in my life. And then same with you, like podcasts, social media stuff. A big one for me that I feel like was very specific to me is I'm going to be moving to North Carolina in June. So I had a lot of UNC stuff, like Chapel Hill stuff. Um, then like some moving boxes and stuff like that, because I know that when I look back at this board in a couple of years, I'll be like, that was the year that I moved to North Carolina. So, mm-hmm. and with that pharmacy school, I had some stuff, a ton of studying with that also just gets me excited to kind of study because when there's lots of pictures that show just studying in like a cute aesthetic way, I'm like, Oh, that could be cute. Like that could be fun. We'll see what happens when. but yeah (laughs) it is inspiring and it's super motivating to look at all these pictures and then also just to think of these are so many different categories i had in my life sometimes it's really easy to be like uh i go to school i work out but you realize there's so many more parts to you than you think about on a daily basis totally and i think in today's day and age everyone's trying to fit some sort of niche and be the fitness girl or, or the outdoorsy girl or you know, whatever, whoever you want to be, but we're all so multidimensional and so much more than that. So I think this is just a really cool exercise in that regard. Yeah. So 
I 100% agree. And no one's bored, even if you make it with friends, even if like Lexi and I are very similar. Our boards definitely aren't going to look anything alike, probably. They'll probably be similar, but. Yeah, you just brought up a ton of categories that I didn't even bring up on mine. So I'm sure there'll be some overlap, but. We'll both have arugula on ours. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So just for clarity, the way that Lexi and I did this, and I think this is probably the best way if you're going to make it on your iPad or on your laptop or whatever, is we went on Pinterest and we just searched every category just listed with aesthetic at the end. (laughs) And (laughs) that definitely gave the best pictures. And then we just would like kind of scroll through them. And we had like a board that we made on Pinterest that was just 2024 vision board. And so anything we found that popped out to us, we would just add it to 2024 vision board. And then along with that, like I said, if you click on a picture, you're like, I want more like this, you can click on it and then scroll down on Pinterest and it will show you more pictures like that one. So it is, it, there's definitely some rabbit holes you can go down, but just save everything at first. And then what I started doing, I don't know, I think Lexi did this slightly different, but what I started doing was I didn't realize on Pinterest, you can organize your board. So I went back, I had like 500 pictures or something like that. And I went back and you can organize it into different sections. So I, for every single one of those categories I listed, I created a different section. You can go and select each different picture and put it in those different folders, basically. And so that's kind of how I went about organizing it all after I'd selected all my pictures. Yeah, I didn't do that organization part yet, but I think especially if you're wanting to like make it into a booklet or have it organized in different sections on the wall. I think that's a really good idea. Okay, so my next tip for making a vision board is like we said earlier, this process takes a while. So you're going to want to take some breaks. And I would highly, highly recommend taking a coffee walk intermission. So when Sarah and I were together doing this a few days ago, we took a break about halfway through We walked to coffee cultures, like a little over a mile walk. We got our cute little coffee and then we walked back and it just felt so good to like get some steps in, get outside. And I think that that helps you feel more inspired too. And then this morning when I went to go work on my vision board again, I actually walked to a coffee shop to like do work at the coffee shop. And that was such a vibe as well. So I think just going, getting some steps in, getting outside can really help. And then also, like putting yourself in that aesthetic environment can help you bring that in too. So I would recommend that. I 100% agree. And for anybody else out there that's currently a student, I thought this was so much fun, especially like yesterday, same thing as you. Like I went to a coffee shop and just worked on it at the coffee shop. And it's so nice to go to a coffee shop and work on something that again, doesn't really require a lot of mental energy. Like you're not studying for finals. You're not trying to apply for a job. You're literally just at the coffee shop, absolutely vibing and looking at pictures that are inspiring and creating what, you know, a good outlook for what you want your year to look like. So I highly recommend doing this. It's also fun though, to just curl up on the couch with a blanket and like a warm drink and do it at home too. So this can be split up into a lot of different ways, but I highly recommend if you're doing it with friends, take a coffee walk in between it. You literally can't go wrong. Yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> even if you're not going to do work at the coffee shop, like, just go for a break and take a walk. That's the that's the moral of the story. <laughs> moral of the story. Yeah. So, Lexi, what are you what is your plan for 
you said you're kind of in the middle of organizing right now. After you get everything yeah. all organized, what is your plan for the final vision board? Okay. So yeah, today I finished collecting all my photos or at least I think I did. And I, what I did is I took my Pinterest board and I like screenshotted all the little things that I had picked and then I just cropped them. So I basically have screenshots of all my pictures And as I was going through, I realized, oh, yeah, like, I don't actually think that one, like, speaks to me as much as it did originally. So, like, a bunch of them I didn't even screenshot. But now I have a folder of all these screenshots. And I think what I'm going to do is make a PDF file (laughs) and just start copy-pasting the screenshots onto that PDF, organizing them in a way that I like. And then... I think I would really like to get them printed professionally and like put them up in frames or something and just have them as a pretty thing in my room that I can look at every day. Yeah, I I agree. My thought process is kind of similar to yours. So like I said earlier, what I did is I put them all in those different folders on Pinterest. Mm -hmm. I think what I'll do is I'll go through on my laptop and like you said, like maybe I'll just screenshot more of the ones that do stand out to me. So it's kind of like a level one of narrowing it down for people that don't know this, this saves me in school, but I, this is what I'll be doing on your MacBook. shift command four is how you screenshot and you can just kind of drag the cursor to make it whatever size you want or whatever way you want to take the screenshot i think shift command five will just screenshot the whole screen and shift command three does something too but shift command four yeah shift command three does the whole screen okay so <laughs> so right. maybe don't do that yeah don't do that yeah yeah shift command, shift, four. shift command four is what you want so i'll just go through and do the same thing lexi did and just kind of slightly narrow it down based on what i have and then and I think I'll keep them in folders based on the category. So like, even though they won't be on Pinterest anymore, I think I'll just keep those same categories. And as I'm putting this board together, I think I want to make sure like I have some from each category. It's actually pretty interesting because you can look at how many pins are in each category. And that I think shows a lot about all of these things are your priorities compared to other things. But out of everything, it's like, oh, I really value the gym. I really value school. It's kind of crazy because maybe I'll have 70 different pictures in those categories and then gratitude has like 20. And so I'm like, I value that too, but it is a good representation. You have 70 in one category? I think my biggest is like 60 or 70. Yeah. Holy. I had 500 total. (gasps) Okay. Mine, just so everyone knows, is like, 80 or 90 total. <laughs> and like we said earlier, you can do this with 10 too. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and you could do f- one from each category and make a collage and call it good, honestly. Yeah. Even going through my 90, I'm like, how would I ever even fit all these on? That's why I have to trim it down. So yeah, I don't think you need 500, but no, you definitely don't. <laughs> <laughs> but that's nice that you're so inspired. I yeah. That. I just, there was one day a couple of days ago, I was at Coffee Culture and I just like kept going through them. And there's so many that give off the exact same vibe or like are very similar or there's some that I don't need to include. So I'll narrow it down. It'll be a fun, exciting task for me. But like you said, so Lexi says she's going to make a PDF file and add copy and paste to that. That is the way to go. Don't do this on a Word document because you'll just be mad. Oh, yeah. And you're going to have those margins and you can't get the pictures where you want. Yeah, no, it's not the move. So the way that I'm planning on doing this is making a Word document, saving it as a PDF so that you have just a blank white PDF. And then 
I guess if I can do a landscape, I'll do a landscape, but I'll do that. And then when I have all of my pictures on my computer, if you press the preview button, you go to this like top left and you go to edit and copy. It'll just let you copy that whole picture. And then when you go into the PDF, you can go in the top left again. I think you can just also do like command, whatever that gets to paste it. You can copy and paste basically onto the PDF. That will be your best way to make sure it is still pretty good quality and you don't have to deal with all of the margins or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Also, just one more side note. I learned this today because I was testing it out with the PDF. Once you're done and you want to like save your PDF, save it as a PDF, not a PNG. Yes. I noticed when I saved it as a PNG, it got blurry. So yeah. save it as PDF. I don't know. We haven't done this yet. I think both of our goals is to like somehow, I think I might just like print mine at Fred Meyer, to be honest, or something like that. But oh, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think it'll help to make sure like you keep it the best quality you can until you actually mm-hmm. print it. So mm-hmm. we're really excited though to actually have a finished product and something that something we can print it out and put it in our rooms, but we could also put it on our lock screen. When I move, maybe if I can't take it with me, I can just print it there too. So I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And agree. one more, sorry, one more thing I was thinking of today was that I think it's really cool that on Pinterest we'll have these like boards basically. And maybe as we keep doing this every single year, you can just go back on Pinterest and kind of like look through your 2024 vision board, 2025 vision board, all the different boards from every year. So I think that's another way you can have it and keep it not to see it every day, but something you can look back to in the future. Mm hmm. I totally agree. I think I'll definitely be doing this for years to come. So yeah. And I'm excited to see, like, I'm really excited to look back at the end of 2024 and reflect on my board and see, see what I've accomplished and what has actually happened for me. So yeah. Yeah. I know it is cool to look back on it. And because there's so many things too, that you just had no idea that were going to happen and so much can happen in a year. And so you look back at it and you're like, I didn't even like last year, I didn't have any podcasting on there. So I'm excited as well. The biggest thing I will say with these vision boards is put it somewhere that you'll see it every day. That's the whole point of vision board. It even in McMinnville, I have my little room in my apartment. I just like to sleep and I have one vision board from like, I think I have two in McMinnville, but like one from one year last year and one from the year before. And that's what I look at on my wall. And then I have a picture of Taylor Swift. So it it's great. It's a really, really, really good reminder. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm excited because it's my first year. So Yeah, yeah. I think that about wraps it up, honestly. Mm -hmm. Overall, like we said, vision boards are a great way to visualize your intentions, visualize your goals, what you want your life to look like for the coming year or whatever you want your life to look like in general. Yep, I I totally agree. Couldn't have said it better myself. Should we get into our question session? Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. We received several questions. So thank you everyone who submitted a question to us. We're super excited to answer them. For the sake of time today, we'll just answer one question. But if you did ask a question, we will answer it on a future podcast. So don't worry. (laughs) We'll answer Um, all the questions. And for those of you that maybe like didn't put a question in and you want to ask a question every single week, we'll have a question box. So on our Instagram. So we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll have the opportunity to ask question. I was also thinking it would be fun to have like questions or advice. If you have a certain situation and you want 
our take on it. Oh my god. I thought that'd be fun. <laughs> I would love to. Okay, if you need advice on anything, it can be completely anonymous. Give us whatever you're going through and we'll we'll give you our take on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get two. You get two opinions. <laughs> okay, so today's question is, do you have a New Year's resolution or resolutions? And if so, what are they? Sarah, do you want to go first? Yeah. We'll start this off. I saw your notes. I think we're on the same page. I don't like New Year's resolutions. Um, <laughs> I think they're kind of stupid. I, my biggest thing is if you want to make a lifestyle change, make it. Don't wait for New Year's. And also, I think a lot of people have New Year's resolutions that are very goal-oriented, which is great. But if you're going to have a New Year's resolution, make it something you have control over. Do this this many times per week. Whatever it is, make it something that you have control over. Not, I want to win the national championship in football or whatever. Make it mm-hmm. something realistic. Make it something that you can actually act upon starting today. I think it's really easy to be like, I want to stretch more or I want to like journal more and not actually have a set plan with that. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of run into issues. So. Okay. But what, what you're not answering the question. <laughs> okay. Anyways. <laughs> Aside from my not liking New Year's resolutions, I would say my New Year's resolution is to stretch more. (laughs) Okay. And for me, the way I think I'll actually incorporate this is stretching at the end of every workout because I know I'm going to be working out. And if I stretch at the end of every workout, that's probably stretching somewhere between four to six times a week. So that, well, we can talk about habit stacking in the future. I love habit stacking, but that's a good way to stack habits. I just find that like sometimes my back gets really tight and my Achilles can get really tight too. And those have led to more issues in the past. So I'm going to stretch and make sure that I don't mess up my back or my Achilles going into this tennis season, especially. I love that. And oh, do you have more? Oh yeah, I have one more. (laughs) My (laughs) other, this is kind of a silly one because I don't think you can really quantify this, but My other New Year's resolution is just to embrace change. I think that this year, more than others, I'm going to have a lot of big changes, especially like moving across the country, starting a new program, everything, probably getting some new jobs, everything like that. And I think it's really easy to get kind of disoriented when you're, you get out of routine or whatever. And I think for me, I'm just going to use this as the year to embrace change and embrace all of these big things because with change, there's going to be so many exciting new opportunities. So that's my other New Year's resolution. That's a really good one. That's so creative. (laughs) I feel like most people's are like, I'm going to lose 40 pounds or like however, whatever much. And I love that because it's not tangible, but you can still like keep it as a focus point for the year. Right. Yeah. Like Like I said, you can't quantify that, which is kind of defeats my whole issue with New Year's resolutions. But I do think it's also good because you can't quantify it. So yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Like Lexi, that. what are your New Year's resolutions? Yeah. So, okay. I'm not really big one for New Year's resolutions either. And mostly because in the past I've tried this and I tend to like, I'm like, I'm going to be the best version of myself. And what ends <laughs> up happening is like, <laughs> <laughs> I go like way too hard for like two weeks and then I get burnt out. And I think this has happened to literally every person probably. So, you know, I'm not super big on them, but I do have a few things that I just kind of want to focus on this year. 
or just in this like period of my life. And one of those is sleep. And Sarah, we've talked about this before, but anyone, if you know me, you know, like I suck at sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) I like, is this in when you try to go to sleep, you can't go to sleep or you don't go to sleep. So I fall asleep very easily. The problem is I don't go to sleep. And then in the morning, I don't let myself sleep in because I'm like, it'll be like 7 a.m. or whatever time. And I'm like, I need to get up and do X, Y, and Z. And I don't let myself rest. So yeah, I'm just, I'm like a night owl and like a morning person, which just results in me getting no sleep at all. (laughs) Yeah. So so it's not, it's not ideal. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. And I feel like one thing where I can relate to that is you, especially once you get as a student or like in in the workforce, you just, you have to be somewhere at a certain time. And especially if you can't get to bed early, that makes it really, really hard to do that. And I struggle with that when I'm not on winter break. I struggle with that. It's just part of it. And so mm-hmm. I don't know. What are you, how are you going to get better at sleeping? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I'm just going to try to go to bed earlier because I feel like I can't really control what time I have to wake up because I have work or whatnot. So it's like, it's not like I can really get more sleep on that end. Right. (laughs) So I just got to go to bed earlier. I think one thing I do is I doom scroll and I just waste time at night when I could just be taking a shower and going to bed. So that's probably what I'll try. I found one thing that helps with this when I know I'm super motivated to go to bed early when I have a good book to look forward to. I'll do all my scrolling or whatever on the couch. And then at the second I go to my room, I'm like, okay, it's time to read and go to sleep. And if I have a good book that I'm reading, usually it gets to be like 830 or 9. I'm like, I want to go read my book. And it kind of gives you some motivation to go to sleep. But like maybe you don't actually go to sleep for another 30 minutes or so. Okay, that's actually a great idea. Everyone give me your book recommendations so that I can feel motivated to go read. Because, yeah, my issue is, like, by the time I actually get myself to bed, it's like, then I'm way too tired to be reading. And I just need to go to bed. Yeah, and that's me, too. I end up wanting to go to bed because I don't want to be, like, too tired to read. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My other other New Year's resolutions? Yeah, so I got a five-minute journal, which... If you guys know Sarah, you know she's all about the five-minute journal. (laughs) I haven't started it yet, but I want to start writing in that every morning. I think I'm going to do that habit stacking thing that you do and try and do it when I wake up in the mornings. Well, yeah, you have to do it in the evening and the morning, so be prepared. You have to do both? Yeah, it's five minutes a day. It's like two and a half minutes in the morning, two and a half minutes in the evening. It literally takes two seconds, though. Okay. That's why I've been doing it for so long. I didn't realize it was morning and evening. See, like, I see, I obviously haven't opened it yet. It gives you prompts for the morning and gives you prompts for the evening. Okay, so that brings me to another thought. If you haven't started your New Year's resolution yet, it's okay. You can start, just start late. (laughs) (laughs) Just start, late is better than never. Yeah, like, just start, this goes back to the whole thing. Just start now. Literally. It doesn't need to be a certain date, just do it. Okay, anyways. And then my last one is just to like restore my body because if you know me, I ended the year 2023 with multiple injuries and (laughs) I, I feel like I've just been going way too hard and like hurting myself and I just need to like 
chill out and try to get back to a good baseline and not go too hard so that that way I can do the things that I want to do and not be hurt all the time. So yeah, fair enough. I, yeah, I actually bought like a body restoration program and it, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's like an eight week long thing and it has exercises that you do five times a week and they're like not hard exercises. They're just to help you open up your joints and stuff. Like with mobility. So, yeah, exactly. So yeah, like, I've heard of like, there's like Go Wad and like Rom Wad are all, I don't know if you've heard of those, but the, mm-hmm. it, I think it's the same type of, it's a program that you subscribe to and they give you mobility exercises that aren't super yeah. hard, but are super necessary, especially as an athlete or like someone that works out often. Yeah, they actually say the one that I bought, they're like, the reason why most people fail this program is because they try to make it too hard. They're like, at the most, it should be like a three out of 10 effort. So that's my goal. Chill the heck out. Restore my body. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot. There's a ton of professional athletes that I know do things like that. So there's definitely something to be said about that. And I would be lying if I said I couldn't relate to the situation that you're in. I can't right now luckily, but I've been there so many times and it's always just kind of a good reminder to like take a step back, get into a routine that's sustainable and chill out for a sec. So yeah, I support you. Totally. (laughs) Totally. Well, that officially wraps up the first episode of Own Your Life. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. And if you liked this episode, please subscribe. If you leave us a five-star review, we would be so grateful or any star <laughs> amount. Honestly, any <laughs> feedback is appreciated. Yes. Just, we would love to read your reviews. Please share it with a friend who you think might enjoy it. If there's someone coming to mind. Um, and we'll be coming out with new episodes every Monday. Yeah. The only other thing is make sure to follow on your life on Instagram, the pod Instagram, as well as Lexi and I's personal Instagrams will be linked in the show notes. Yes. Thank you again for listening. Have a great rest of your day and week and we'll see you next Monday. See you next Monday.